You are listening to Teacher Talk Tuesdays with Dr. Yvonne, author of Look Who's Talking and countless other educational materials. This podcast is a safe place for teachers to share their incredible stories, struggles, and triumphs. The educational system as we know it has changed, but no worries, Dr. Yvonne is here to help. Now, here's your host, Dr. Yvonne. Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to Teacher Talk Tuesday. This is your host, Dr. Yvonne, and I'm excited to be here for yet another episode of Teacher Talk Tuesday. And today, I just want to talk about grades. We're still having issues with gradings and how to grade students' work, how to assess grades, and how to make sure that they're getting what they need. When you look at our system and how students, we're still just teaching to the test, And students are not retaining information when students are taking assessments and to try to convey where it is that they are in their educational um, pursuit. And they're not making gains. They're not growing. They're they're regressing in the things that they need to do. Then there's a problem somewhere along the line with how education is being delivered. I was teaching middle school for the last 18 years. And after looking at students and where they were academically and seeing students coming into sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, reading at a first, second, and third grade level, I decided I needed to go back down to the lower grades to see what is going on at the lower grades that I may be able to assist with to help to make sure the kids get what they need to move on to middle school. And I found out that, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in the elementary level. Um, That's our foundation for our students at the elementary level. And if they're not getting that firm foundation, it's going to be a rocky road for the rest of their educational career. And I've noticed today, um, And some things that teaching in this day and age, I've been teaching for over 20 years and things have drastically changed in how we assess our students, how we look at our students, how we help our students. I remember doing running records with students on a weekly basis where they had to read to you. I remember doing timed readings. We had time mathematical pages that we had to do and giving students those things that they had to practice and that they had to work with. I remember having flashcards. I remember having to know sight words and things of that nature, the a thousand words that a third grader needed to know, they, they were tested on those words, but we don't do that now. And I'm looking at that in the elementary level that those things are no longer being done. In Illinois, we had uh, the Dibbles test where we would test our young readers to see where they were and to make sure they were reading on grade level and what it is we needed to do to help them. And they, they received that, that reading recovery and they received that pullout and they received assistance in helping them to make sure their foundation was set. However, I am noticing that that is not happening in this day and age with our students. They're not getting the assistance that they need. And I'm not talking about special ed students. I'm not talking about students who have difficulties learning. I'm not talking about students who are, um, have been tested and, and, and seeing that there's a developmental delay or that there's something that they're struggling with. But I'm talking about just the everyday student who is coming in and needs assistance and not making the cut and not getting what they need. We have to understand that without that foundation, something has to be done. Without that foundation, they're not going to make it. And it's hard for one teacher to try to reiterate all of the things that they've lost in previous years 
And I don't think people, I don't think educators, administrators, um, the lawmakers, those who are creating curriculums, I don't think they're understanding and realizing that. Because when I look at my students and I see that I have a gap of from pre-preschool all the way to eighth grade within my classroom, within a fourth grade classroom, which is awesome that you have students in a fourth grade classroom who are reading at a fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade level. But what about the student who's in fourth grade who's reading at a pre-preschool level, who's reading at a first, second, third grade level? Third grade may not be so bad because you can catch that up. But when you have that foundation that is not there, the phonetics, the phonics that you need to teach a student who is now in fourth grade, who is behind, it's really hard to try to do that within a classroom setting when you have more than one who's at that at that space when you have multiples that you have to differentiate for that you have to accommodate for that you have to try to make up for it is not only frustrating for the teacher but it's frustrating for the student because they feel like they're not getting it and it's not their fault it is not totally the child's fault and it's really sad that we're at the point where students are just pushed and passed on to the next grade and nothing's being done. I remember being in Illinois where we had to keep um, records, running records, RTIs of students' ability. If they were above, if they didn't meet the standards, um, what are we doing? What were the interventions? You had tiers, three tiers of intervention that you had to do. And if they didn't meet those, then we had to put them on a list where we had to do something else to do some other work to make sure the kids were getting what they needed. But I don't see that. I, I just continue seeing teachers being pushed to push in to do this, break the students down, work on this with this group of students, work on this with this group of students, work on that with this group of students. And it's just, it's overwhelming at times to be able to try to be everything to everyone when we can't be everything to everyone. And sometimes we just, it's, I think those who sit high and look low don't really understand what's going on in the classroom. When was the last time you had a superintendent walk into a classroom to go through a building or to walk through a class to see what was being taught, to see what was going on, to see what was happening in their schools? When was the last time we've seen that? We have so many schools now in these school districts and in these states, and we have so many schools that with one superintendent, they're not going to all of those schools. They're not visiting those schools. So you don't even know what's going on in half of your schools. But yet when it comes down to the point where now the state wants to come in and take over, what are you doing? Now you want to try to bombard the teachers with all of these things that they need to do to be in compliance with what the state is asking for. But it hasn't been done on a continuous basis. Basis. Things that you do continually, things that you do consistently don't have to be taken care of in a rush, rush manner at the last minute. And the only person who's the only people who suffer from this are the students. The students are the ones suffering. The students are the ones that's not getting what they need. You know, when I look at a student, I'm trying to work with them and they're doing their best to be able to read something or to be able to comprehend something and they just can't get it. And you can see the look on their face that they're struggling and that they're trying and they don't know what else to do. And we have not been uh, of good service to them. We have not given them the service that they needed to be productive and to be ready to go to the next level. 
So we're constantly playing backwards. We're constantly going through the back door. I hear all the time now, now in this day and age, we have what, what is called backwards planning. Okay, that's fine and good, but we already backwards. So what are we planning for? Planning to, for, to keep them continually being backwards? We need to rethink what it is that we're trying to do for our students. My whole take on it is we need to go back to the basics. We don't need to do backwards planning. We don't need to start from the test and then and teach them what they need to do on the test. How do you know what they need to know? If you give them a test and that test that they're taking is not conducive to what they already know, you still going to be backwards. And then you try to teach what it is that they don't know. I remember in Illinois when we did it, we had... And it worked beautifully. We had a pre-test and a post-test for our students. Before we started any unit, we had created a test. And we gave them that test to see where they were. Okay, what is it that you know and what is it that you don't know? We created that data. We created that sheet. We analyzed the work that they did on the test. And we taught what they didn't know. We waste too much time now teaching what kids already know instead of teaching what they don't know. So when you assess them, what's the purpose of the assessment if you're not going to teach to their deficit? I just did a test in, for my students and I'm looking at where they're at and what they need and what their deficit is. And mo some of the kids were, th their phonetic ability was a deficit. Well, how do I split this up and I teach phonetic ability and, and teach them to read at the same time? That's a lot of work for a teacher who is not trained in, in phonics for a teacher who is not supposedly doing phonics at this point in time. We're in fourth grade phonics and phonetics and all of those things and somatics should have been taught during kindergarten and first grade, but we are now in fourth grade trying to teach this and at the same time trying to teach them to be able to pass the star test at a fourth grade level, which is humanly impossible. I don't know where districts get off thinking that you can do enough review and teach enough strategies over and over again to get a child who is reading at a first grade level to pass a fourth grade test. Sometimes the concepts are the same. You can teach them the concepts. You can get them to understand what it is that needs to be done. But at that level of maturity and that level of comprehension to be able to comprehend what they're reading at a fourth grade level when they're reading and understanding and comprehending at a first grade level is humanly impossible. Don't get me wrong. I love what I do. And I take everything that I do with a grain of salt. I take it in stride. I use it to help build in areas that I need to, to get better in and to be able to work with, to be able to better serve my students. But it's kind of hard to be able to better serve your students when your hands are tied to do certain things that districts are asking you to do and your students are steady fall, falling further and further and further behind. We need to get back to the basics. I truly believe the basics is where it's at. The basics is what we need to do for our students. And that's where we, we will be able to make some differences and some changes. We have to rebuild the foundation. We have to make sure our students have a foundation. We can do tutoring. We can do after school tutoring. But by then, the students are burnt out. They've gone all through the day working and listening and doing everything that you've asked them to do, and they're burnt out and they're tired. 
an after school tutorial. They're not trying to do it. They don't want to do it. I know we had it in Illinois. We had it in Colorado. I loved it in Colorado. We had Saturday school. Those students who weren't making the cut, those students who didn't make it, they had Saturday school from 9 to 12. And those students who were serious about their education and serious about bridging those gaps and getting the education that they needed and, and working harder were there. The parents worked with us and they were there. We fed them. We had stacks. We did everything what they needed to do to get them into an environment to help them be able to learn what they needed to learn. The students won't, don't want to stay after school. Some don't want to come in on Saturday, but it was a it was an option. And we, I tell you, we had a lot of students who came in who did it, who wanted to do it. Parents were there volunteering, and it was awesome. And we saw scores go up. We saw attitudes change towards education. We saw students who came in who wanted to work, students who bettered themselves. And it was a pathway school, so we had middle school and high school. So those students that we had 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, we saw them make changes. We saw them get to high school and want to be better. We saw them making gains. We saw them getting into programs where they could be where they could excel, where they could be the best that they could be. But we have to be able to get back to the basics and, and set that foundation for our students because with, without that foundation, our students are going to fall. So I hope someone's hearing me on this. If you want to be a part of the podcast, if you want me to want to call in and we can do an interview and I can have you on my podcast, that would be awesome. I would love to talk with some other people. Um, I've been... I've plenty of educators that I know around the world that I could talk to. So if you're interested in being a part of the podcast and talking, please feel free to get me, hit me up in my inbox, uh, teacher talk Tuesday at gmail.com. And I will be more than happy to be a part of you And the Tuesday is with the two. So it's teacher talk to the number two U E S D A Y at gmail.com. Hit me up in my inbox. Let me know what you think, or you can send me a message on Instagram. I have a page, a teacher talk Tuesday page on Instagram. I have teacher talk Tuesday on YouTube. You can hit me up wherever you like to send me a message. If you would like to be a part of the podcast, or if you just have some concerns that you want talked about, some things you want me to weigh in on, give me some topics that you would like to hear about that we can move forward and we can try to take education to another level. So until next time, this has been your host, Dr. Yvonne, the teacher that talks. And this has been Teacher Talk Tuesday. Until next time, have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed Teacher Talk Tuesdays with Dr. Yvonne. Tune in next time for more incredible stories, struggles, and triumphs.